following podcast contains references to the consumption of alcohol. If you are not of legal drinking age, please do not consume alcohol. Also, if you are of legal drinking age, please drink responsibly. Because Matthew took mine, my favorite Pokemon is Magikarp. <laughs> and this is the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> to rhetorical... Did you say the name? I think so. As you can tell, this episode is going to be a little more like freeform. <laughs> it's, just, it's just poetry, baby. It's like if jazz were beatniks, which is on theme, because tonight... They, what are we drinking, Matthew? We're drinking a sea breeze. It smells good. It does smell good, but I'm afraid it's nothing is sweet in it. I mean, that's fine. I don't really need it to be sweet. Okay. Yeah? I literally don't taste vodka in this. That is dangerous. <laughs> so what does this podcast do? We talk. hang out and have a drink. And talk about whatever ruffles our feathers. <laughs> whatever ruffles our lovelies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, um, so today we're going to try out some segments, I guess. Yeah, we haven't done a Segos yet. Yeah, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to try out three Segos. And see what you like. And so, should we go through what the Segos can this one be called the one with all the segments? Because we have that yes. little goop about yes. friends in the beginning. Yes, I love it. I love it. I'm so happy right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, time back in. Or, uh, should we describe what the segments are before we... Yeah, so... so <laughs> I don't know how this is going to play out on a podcast. But we're doing an unboxing. Matthew recently had a... A birthday. Except not by the time we send this out. I mean, okay, well, when we recorded it, it was a week after my birthday. That's fair. So, uh, Matthew just had a birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Boy. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we wanna... we're 25 and we don't understand memes anymore, <laughs> so that's all we do. Do we want to, like, do a video for a... We can. So it's not just me describing Pokemon cards I got. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, for his birthday, I bought him Pokemon cards because I had for the longest time, well, not that long, but ever since Detective Pikachu came out, I have been holding on to this card that you're supposed to get, and I just kept forgetting to give it to him, and I didn't know if he had more Pokemon cards. Fun fact, he does. I was a child in the early 2000s. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do Pokemon cards when I was little. My sisters didn't really, <laughs> that sounds sad, but they didn't really let me play Pokemon with them. So I never really learned the game. Um, I didn't understand how the game worked. I just collected the cards, mm-hmm. and then I was a little more into Yu-Gi-Oh. Because that's what like blew up by the time I could understand card games. I only played Yu-Gi-Oh as an adult, and I played it twice, and I lost both times. I always lost. Um, so, through my life, I've played Pokemon, I haven't played Pokemon, I collected Pokemon cards, mm-hmm. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! in, like, middle school, maybe elementary school, and then I played Magic the Gathering in college. Basically, how I play trading card games is, I have, like, one strategy to win and if I don't draw the right cards immediately I lose. Are we recording? No. Yeah. I'm just snapping pictures for the gram. Actually it's going to be a dope picture if I can get it. I don't want to fuck with your thing though. <laughs> I was going to like try and see if I could maybe see you through the, the pop guard. But yeah it's not enough. It's, I mean I'd have to be like real in there and then you wouldn't get it the pop guard. <laughs> Sorry, that's gonna sound terrible. It's fine, that's what that's gonna be. Okay. Record, so go Start for like it. five seconds ago. Okay, so we're going to unbox some Pokemon cards. Mm. You're not doing it right. You gotta show us the package. So, this is the Pokemon trading card game Sun and Moon, Sunbroken Bonds. So, we can see we got some. I don't. Steel? That's not Steel. Um, Steelio? I don't know what this guy's name is. I. Jenner. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Hi, Tom. Um, so. Do you remember that summer I got really into watch? I, I didn't get into watching it. I just, like, started watching all the, all the Kardashians. No. That was, like, last summer. <laughs> I watched so much. Oh, what's this? Backstock of UTV. Oh, guys, this is great. Okay. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, Think of all the unboxing videos I've ever seen. Let's see. I got a code. 
Ooh. Pokemon card trading game online. So if you want some rewards, <laughs> there's the code. One person can have it. That first first person to scope it. So here's my Eevee card. It's got find a friend and smash kick. Look at that. Look at that hollow action. Do you Ooh, see it? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. And then I got my coin. Well, maybe. Oh, this is like a legit coin. A what? Yeah, it is. It's like a legit, like, hefty plastic. Huh. I almost think I had a Lugia coin like that when I was younger. Hmm. From the second movie. Oh! Brian David Gilbert, get at me. I got Terry. Aww. <laughs> oh, I Caresses you so sweetly. Can we send this to Brian David Gilbert? <laughs> I feel like he would appreciate a gentle slap. Okay. <laughs> uh, next card is Oddish. It's basic. <laughs> uh, it's got hook for one grass energy. Hmm. I recently learned how to play the Pokemon card game after 20... One years of not knowing how to play it. Next up, we got Wooper. Look at this boy. Uh, Cottony. I recognize so many of these Pokemon. Oh, never mind. I don't recognize that one. So, Cottony. It knows expand. Whatever that means. And then next, I got Venonat. Which I love. <laughs> Venomoth and Venonat are like some of my favorite Pokemon. And then I think this might be my rare card because it's kind of hollow, but it's drowsy. See that? It's got like the psychic. Yeah. Like, uh, can you tell on the video at all? A little. It's got like the psychic eye symbol mm -hmm. as the hollow part. It's rad as hell. <laughs> um, I have no idea who this is, but it's an Ultra Beast. Whatever that means. Ultra Beast. Oh. And it's Bacephalon? Blacephalon? What kind of Pokemon is this? Looks like a fire type. It knows Blazer and Fireball Circus. Mm. Which sounds like an insane clown posse attack. <laughs> uh, fire Energy Welder. Is that a person? Uh, yeah, it looks like a human. Is that just a human person? Yeah, it's a trainer. So I'm oh. assuming it's like a trainer. Haunter. Mm. Um, oh, I like that guy. Yeah, Ghastly Haunter and Gengar are my favorite line. And then... Pokemon. Bert Baccarat. 
And then... <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. And then here's another code. Get at it, peeps. Get at it. I'm not going to use it. I don't know what it's for. So, yeah, that's the Pokemon card unboxing. I got some of my faves. Yay! Segments! And we're out. And we're out. three and I only remember two. Uh, dream journals. Dream journals. Yum. All um, right. Oh, do you want to do that next? Yeah, because I feel like that's, <laughs> we should go to like, from the least thought out to most <laughs> thought out. <laughs> so this next Sago is called Dreams is a wish your heart makes. Perfect. Disney's not going to sue us at all. There's no way they could content value that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So basically what we're going to do is we have been keeping a dream journal. Um, Both of us, not a single dream journal. (laughs) That scared me. Um, Sorry, that was my coaster. (laughs) And so now we're going to kind of talk about them. We've installed a dream interpretation app because I'm not that good at like astrology stuff yet. All right, so start out with your dream, Matthew. <laughs> so my dream's a lot. I don't. I honestly have forgotten a uh-huh. lot about it. Cause, uh, so backstory. Um, have I told you my full? Tr- I'm so sorry. Have I told you my full truth way to dream? No. You set an alarm for like crazy early in the morning, and then one thirty minutes after that. So that way, like. It's like it brings you out. It brings you out, but you're still down enough to sleep. I dream every night now. Um, yeah, because I this is the one dream I remember for like the past month, (laughs) (laughs) and that was just because I woke up and was like, that was weird. I need to write this down. (laughs) Okay, so my dream was you, me, and your cousin, who was cosplaying as Elvis Costello (laughs) on a train. Mm-hmm. In another dimension. This is what I wrote. I was. I think I was half asleep when I wrote this. Uh-huh. Uh, we were on a train in another dimension that we designed as an insane asylum where people on board didn't realize they were insane. And then uh, Ellen and I made it back to our dimension, but you were trapped on the train. So she and I had to uh, make a plan. Well, okay. We were, she and I were in a car riding to Idaho. We had to make a plan with a psychic link I had to the train to get you back. We pulled over at the hotel we were staying at for the night, and then I woke up. That's the dream. <laughs> I think I was half asleep when I wrote that. Okay, that's a lot. That is a um, lot. I have buck wild dreams. So I just... Dreams try to pull a few words from that apparently when you see a train Mm -hmm. in your dream it has to do with like conformity and like feeling like you don't really have a choice you're just kind of on a continued track much like a train okay that kind of makes sense and then Um, i'm trying to find i'm not sure 
So the train mm -hmm. is one that we designed to be in an insane asylum mm -hmm. where the people on board didn't realize they were in an insane asylum. Okay, anytime asylums appear in dreams, it has to do with like mental, like tumultuous things. Okay, because um, I had this dream. So we're gonna we're gonna do some Matthew backstory. So um, I had this dream. I'm taking some classes to get a master's degree, and uh, I recently started taking a class on campus for like the first time in two years, mm -hmm. and it's like been an emotional journey. <laughs> <laughs> And I had this dream after, like, the first week of my classes. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's, like, the turmoil. Yeah. It's like, because I don't want to say, like, I repressed a lot of college. I just don't think about it a lot. So I don't, like, remember a whole lot of what happened. Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe it's, like, confronting that. I made a hand gesture. He's not wrong. It did explain everything <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and then, like, escape is kind of a common theme. It just kind of means that you're wanting an out or trying to figure stuff out and, mm -hmm. like, trying to see, like, the end to something. So it, I get it. Yeah. But it makes um, sense. you were trapped on the train. I was trapped on the train. And your cousin and I were trying to figure out how to get you off the train, and I had a psychic link to the train. Hmm. Probably penises. <laughs> <laughs> if we can agree on anything, it would probably penises. <laughs> no, um, the thing is, is, I don't know how to like quantify that for the dream app, so this dream app gets zero stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I wanted a very... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted an in-depth analysis <laughs> of the dream. That I wanted to be able to record the dream and you figure out what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what's one of your dreams? Uh, Let's see if I can find this. Yeah. So I dream. I'm gonna let you do that real quick That's while I think genius. of like one of mine. So the last dream that was kind of like goofy that I remember. Mm -hmm. And this is with because I didn't bring the thing. I fucking have been writing my dreams in because I'm a fucko. <laughs> um, oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> um, so we were, it was you and me, mm -hmm. and we were sitting at a restaurant in New York, and I don't know how I knew it was New York, but it was definitely New York. I get, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because in my dream, when El Ellen was in the Elvis Costello cosplay, I was like, I don't know how, how I know that's what this is, but that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were sitting in a restaurant in New York, and we were talking about going to, like, this party thing that we had heard about in the Upper East Side. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know what that <laughs> part of New York is like, but... Um, and then the next thing I remember is that we're there, and we're just kind of, like, sitting around and talking, 
and it's like this really so Matthew and I talk a lot about building art installations. And they kinda no. Cause like part of like one of our, our past art installations seeped into the dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the creepy gif? Yeah. Oh no. Post it on the Twitter. <laughs> People need to know what I'm reacting to. And it's just like these like doll faces. And it's just kind of, like, projected, but, like, nobody is paying attention to it but us. It's the scene, I I think it's from Full Metal Jacket, where the guy, the drill sergeant's yelling at the privates. Mm -hmm. But instead of their faces, it's doll faces and they're screaming. Yeah. It's horrifying. I also work at a museum right now (laughs) with a lot of dolls, so, like, dolls have been a common theme. Um, And I'm kind of terrified. I just remembered something I did, and I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, we'll get to that. But, okay. So, on Mm dreamanalysis.com, any party in a dream Mm -hmm. symbolizes your birth. Ooh. The event to be most celebrated in your life. Doesn't matter if it's someone else's party in the dream. So, in that dream, we're talking about going to your birth. Hmm. Is that supposed to be like a renewal thing, or is that like? I mean, it's kind of scary if it's okay, <laughs> if okay, 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 the okay. next phase of my life is just screaming doll faces. So, what if the uh, we're okay, okay? I think I got it. I don't know if I can verbalize it because okay. I had stuff to drink. Use those hand but, gestures, okay. buttery. So, the party is a rebirth, Uh but it's not like it's us talking about the podcast. Okay, so it's like It's like the the next stage of our life is becoming podcast magnates. (laughs) And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And the the creepy gift symbolizes the goops. The creativity. The creative goops that we do. Because we're great at them. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think the dream is you maybe like worrying, worrying about uh, where you're going and maybe like thinking about the podcast becoming what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, that would probably be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. But, Jesse's um, going to get See someone, please. <laughs> take a we have four episodes, two of which are good. <laughs> two and a half. One no, and a don't half. Say two and a half. <laughs> One and a half. One and a half. Um. Not an unboxing. Those were the one episode. Um. Yeah, I'll buy that. But yeah, that's my interpretation. Segment. Segment complete. We can't. We steal so many goops. We're gonna get sued. Who is that goop from? Segment complete. Yeah. Dylan Gilbert. Oh, it was. <laughs> Segment finished. There we go. Legally distinct. Bro. <laughs>
us know. The one that we thought about the most. Yeah. <laughs> but we're putting kind of the least effort into. So if you thought we put a lot of effort into the last ones. Oops. Whoops. <laughs> we got you. But. At but least we have props for this one. Minus effort plus bongos. It's Poetry Slam, kiddos. So what we did is we put um, themes, different themes that we're interested in, into a mug. And, oh, I don't like this one that much. <laughs> was it one of mine? No. <laughs> no, it was mine. It was kind of a throwaway. Um, and so we're going to pull the theme out of the mug, and then we have to write a poem about it. And the theme for this poem is the wind. Ooh, she's like the wind. <laughs> Twazy. All right. Okay. And there are no rules because poetry is created with no rules. Okay. And they can't all be haikus. I was not planning on this. Ready for this ASMR gold? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of America's favorite American beers. It's owned by a Belgian conglomerate. Hey. So Matthew makes fun of me because I drink PBR Tall Boys. I drink PBR all the time. Do you though? When I can find it in a not 32 pack. <laughs> I mean, if you buy the 32 pack, you wouldn't have to buy it for a hot minute. Just saying. You're drinking a lot of IPAs now. So I wrote two lines. That's going to be my poem. Hey, mine's two lines too. Okay. Do so you remember that poem that we read? Wait, let me get back. Are you going to read yours first? I can. Welcome but back like to, to Poetry Corner. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to give a little background. Do you remember that poem that we had to read? It was like two lines, really short, um, called Please. Adam Haddon? Yeah. Yep. This is on a <laughs> similar but not at all vein. Okay. <laughs> Titled The Wind. It quakes. It shakes. <laughs> Hey, fun fact, poetry <laughs> is hard when you <laughs> add more than one drink. One drink. <laughs> okay, we're going to move the bongos to rhyme. Oh, God. Okay, fun fact, I don't know rhythm. Um, it's fine. We're beatniks. What? Okay, so this is my poem about the wind called Socks. Eastern breezes call to me songs upon the midnight air. Yeah. Okay. So, now that we got the bad one out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> now that we got that, that joke one that we planned. <laughs> yeah, that, the one that we obviously weren't going to do for real. Do you want to draw it? That was a good one. Okay. From my not branded coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Mustaches. Damn it, no! <laughs> I'm gonna write like a 50 line quatrain about Tom Selleck. Oh my God. 
mine's is gonna be the same, but this time it's gonna be titled mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pure. <laughs> at this point, I need people to think that I'm not terrible at this, so we better fucking pull the American dream. Because <laughs> I'm using that. I swear to God, that's the only good thing I've written in the last like year. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good poem. Burst out laughing. No, it's so bad. I promise I'm not this dumb. (laughs) I'm not reading this one. You got it. (laughs) Also, please note that at this point I wrote (laughs) mustaches as M. Kind of an O, but it mostly just looks like a pear. O S T E C H E S. Like basically, how I'm writing my poems is like stream of consciousness, so it can't be any worse than mine. Not sure I'm gonna be able to read my handwriting. Yeah, this is also two lines, and it's garbage, because I can't think of anything. Um, Mine's eight lines. Oh, fuck. You go first. Okay. Get those bongos. I got the bongs. Bongo, bongo. You're not allowed to say bong. Legend of Zelda. Okay. This is my poem entitled Tom Selleck. Hawaiian shirts with solace sing upon the iridescent waves. And when my upper lip is cold, my mustache quivers with sustain. Keeping secrets never told upon the midnight radio air. And in my dreams, I cry aloud for Hawaiian women storming the fair. <laughs> Follow that up! <laughs> um. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> Give me those bongos. <laughs> gotta read it. That's the rules of poetry for me. <laughs> It quakes, it shakes. That's all I'm saying, kid. It's so bad. Can I read it? No. I won't read it aloud. Later. Later. It's it's two lines and it's garbage. So it quakes, it shakes. Mary Krimbus, please be the American dream so I can write a semi-decent haiku. Don't think it's there. I'm going to be so sad. Oh, fuck yeah. American dream. Woo! Woo! So this theme is American Dream, and I'm stealing a haiku I wrote two days ago. Yeah, I'm going to use my poem that I wrote. <laughs> we pre-wrote one, so you wouldn't think that we were the worst, but I need to find it, because I don't want to fuck up the syllables. <laughs> I forgot. I wrote two. <laughs> oh, no. One of them is called Bruce Springsteen, and the whole poem is... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first? Yeah, you can go. Okay. Okay, so this is a haiku. The American dream is nothing but a poor man's cemetery. Ryan dropped the mic and she was gone. (laughs) Now she's you and me, listener. Just kidding, she's here. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Twist. Sorry.
Sorry, I was impressed with his bongo skills. I feel like mine's just kind of like... <laughs> I feel like my bongo skills aren't that good, though. I feel like I'm just a child who was handed a drum and told here. Welcome to drumming. <laughs> um, so, my poem isn't 100% about the American dream, but I feel like it is. Mm-hmm. It's called The Migratory Habits of Middle-Aged Men. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for it. In the distance you hear them. Their calls echo across the western plains, the sounds of fading testosterone. A convoy of balding and graying, their lowing lumbers out against the setting of the sun. And when it all is all said and done, they'll make their winter homes in the warm Arizona sun, far away from the winter winds and their daughters and their sons. As they sip their whiskey and think of things long gone, They'll cry a single tear to their favorite eagle song. I wrote that at work as I was scanning documents. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to speak of. I didn't mean to speak over your beautiful bongos. <laughs> also, it was. I don't. I hate reading poems out loud. Uh huh. Because they don't look like how they should be read. <laughs> yeah. Let's do one more. Okay. If you know which one it has to be. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> is it? It is Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I'll be able to write one about Star Trek. is the perfect slam poem. They just talk like Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> the original slam poet. <laughs> Mr. Spock, I think you should try a laser cut. Round it. My last line is just so deep <laughs> and philosophical that I can't handle it. I would like to go first because I would like to be done having to reach it. I wrote all drunk. <laughs> okay. Let me get those bottles. <clears throat> okay. This is my poem about Star Trek. Falling again. The shields aren't enough. We have set phasers past stun. Picard is better. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> I'm so that was a poem. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's follow that up with my haiku that I wrote. Good. This is called Final Frontier. Spock and Kirk and Bones. George Takai takes the helm seat. Uhura. Kind of just more describing what happens in an episode, and I'm about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else you write a Star Trek poem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll meet you on the
that was three segments. If that, you have <laughs> that was the one with the segments. <laughs> <laughs> if you have ideas for segments that you think we could maybe do better, which would be probably any segment. Yeah. Uh, so hit us up on Twitter, um, Instagram, and Facebook at Rhetorical Magic. Uh, let us know what you think, what you're feeling. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So have a great trip. On the journey of life. No. Um On the good ship lollipop. Poetry is hard. (laughs) Guys, poetry's hard. Anyway, as we say in the biz at the end of a long day. Sorry, I had a coasting. You're good. Quick! Oh, that was a I'm so I thought we were gonna break it. (laughs) Thanks guys. Bye! I mean, obviously, we're going to end on the best one.